Boom. Every morning quarterback, it is Sunday. It's about 2 p.m. here on the East Coast. We have almost all of New England repping here in the show today. And an old friend has returned, guys. Brendan, Connor, Anthony, and Mr. Nick Bundles Gallant. Yes, welcome, Nick, back to the show here. Did fantastic last time. Nick, how are we today? We're doing great. We're doing great. Great to be back. I think last time it was just me, you, and Zach, so I get the other side of it this time so oh yeah it's the actual side actual yeah. side of it. it's yeah. nice nick is filling in for zach because zach's on a retreat but nick looks as if he could be hosting a retreat with his like background and whatnot he's you know drawn up on <laughs> yeah. the board so I mean, it's called the war room here well, I'm in the- <laughs> makes, I me a, makes me want to buy a timeshare in hollywood florida yes I, uh, I, yeah okay Brendan already mentioned it. Zach is not here because he's on a golf retreat. And it, it just sounds weird every time I say it. Has anyone ever, ever been on a golf retreat before anybody? I've been on a golf trip. I, I don't I would never have referred to it as a retreat. Um, <laughs> that's weird. You just drank uh, whiskey at night instead of the blood of Christ. So yeah. <laughs> instead of the Kool-Aid. I was gonna say prayer circle. I've played golf and it's been a real a real treat, but not a retreat. It's been a real (laughs) treat. It's fine. No, I I picture just like everybody like putts and then they take a drink of poison, you know, like punch, and then they all they all get around like a circle. They they, they all drink. They all drink Kool Aid. One of them was laced and falls down, and they leave them at the third and just move out. (laughs) I've never heard of a retreat before, Uh, but yeah, all right, that's That's an interesting. Not since like social justice high school like yeah they do they do uh yeah. trust falls for jesus on like the fourth hole he's there with tj bird Matarazza. <laughs> oh, oh man the campus uh ministry is where campus ministry golf retreat campus ministry was never open at our high school literally never no. open it was always no. locked no. no we're getting to a real niche audience we are now, we are <laughs> we are this is the done. fantasy uh, football show, but we're strictly <laughs> talking about campus youth ministry today. So <laughs> tune in. Tune in. Go well. Yeah, we're not going to be uh, drafting probably Cream Hunt and the Bills punter for sure. Um, yeah. So whoa, Melon, what did you say that for? Um, Brendan, you, we were talking prior to the show, but can you hold up your uh, drink for everybody, real, real, real quick? I want to spark this debate. What my big gulp? Coffee. It's a big gulp. Iced coffee. It is Ice a big coffee gulp. from 7-Eleven, $1. 7-Eleven. Yeah, the last time I mentioned I had food from 7-Eleven, it was a hot dog. Instantaneously sick. Instantaneously sick. Um, well, this is coffee, not food, Anthony. So, you know, <laughs> I, I don't take your criticism. It's not my fault that you were getting thing. hot dogs or something at 7-Eleven at 3 in the morning. Was it on the rolly thing? Yeah, it's been on that rolly thing was on the rolly 24 thing. hours. Ew. Yeah, I didn't know I was purchasing flat out salmonella when i was just you should have yes you did. Did. You, <laughs> you absolutely did know that yeah. how was i supposed to you know? were ignoring it but you knew i think every one of us has at some point in our life ate 7-eleven food and every one of us after having eaten that 7-eleven food went through that same experience almost exclusively yeah i love it mm-hmm. well let's get right into the some great stuff today because we have a pack show it's fantasy football today we're gonna be talking sleepers we're gonna be talking possible bus who's prime for a big year we're going to do our own fun draft and then we're also going to sneak in a little preview of bill's rams which kicks off on thursday to give us football but before we do any of that let's go ahead and we're going to go to the fantasy mailbag um let's go ahead and bring up here patrick's got a couple questions for us uh would we trade away antonio gibson for jerry judy two that weeks is a ago. harder question two, than two weeks ago thought. yes yeah 
That's an interesting one. I I mean, Antonio Gibson, the rest of his backfield's getting shot up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so he's got he, Yeah, I mean, and you have you still have JD there, but he's more of a third down back. Um, I feel like running back position, there's a little less depth where you can find a quality wideout who can steal targets and can steal like a touchdown a game. I think I I think I would keep Gibson in this scenario. How do you guys feel? I'm I personally, because of the running depth, running back depth, would keep Gibson um, here. I I think Judy's gonna have a big year. I think uh, Denver's gonna have a big year all around. Oh. Um, and I I on one of my teams I have Jerry Judy. I but get just because of the running back depth, there's such a drop off after you get over those first tier guys. Gibson, you at least know is gonna get the lion's share of the carries. And with Robinson out now, you aren't as worried about workload. Uh, or, there's would. a lot more available wide receiver replacements than there yes. are replacements. That being said, uh, I, I God, I can't imagine wanting to start Antonio Gibson on my fantasy team. Well, right here's a little bit of background here. So here, here's who he's got on his team. So he's got a chance to trade away Gibson. Oh, he's given okay. us some nice background. So he's got stuff, Christian McCaffrey, yeah. who's going to get hurt. Uh, Travis Etienne. Let's build this love. guy's team for him. Here we I go. I love Etienne. I like Hunt. Great Maybe we'll find a spot mid midway before the trade deadline. On this guy drafted the all injury team. This, yeah, yeah. This is a tough squad for. It's a great squad if they're healthy. I love Jalen Waddle. I love Rashad Bateman this year. Um, looking at this team here, I think Waddle, CD, and Bateman with Kelsey as a tight end, I would keep Gibson just because of the injury concerns with Hunt and Christian McCaffrey. Here's my take, man. Uh, I think the Broncos are going to be spreading the ball out. Uh, we know Russell Wilson. He likes to hit multiple targets, and I love the receiving depth in Denver, man. I think that Sutton and Hamler – I think K.J. Hamler is going to go off this year. Uh, these guys are going to share some targets. Don't get me wrong. They're going to they're gonna be far superior than they were last year with Drew Locke throwing them the ball. Uh, but just based on the, you know, getting shares, I think I'd keep Antonio Gibson. I think I would. I think yeah. he's going to be the bell cow back there. They didn't prepare to have anybody uh, behind him because they're going to have that one-two punch with Robinson. Uh, not to mention, like Brendan mentioned, uh, you, you got some guys that are injury prone at the running back position. So the more the merrier when it comes to those guys. I know they're boom or bust when it comes to injury. If one or two of those guys go down, I don't think you're out of it. If you're sticking in, you know, Kareem Hunt, if you're sticking in Antonio Gibson, I would, I would hold, I would hold. I, I do too. think though, uh, of the two guys, the one more likely to just totally stink and do nothing is Antonio Gibson than Jerry Judy. Like uh, there's That's a, there's valid. a bigger potential for Antonio Gibson to just like not be playing in five weeks than there yeah. is for Jerry Judy. That's, Judy that, might go off. Yeah. But both of them have, have big upside as well. I think it also depends not knowing uh, his his league setup. If it's a PPR league, and can you play multiple flexes? Because if you can, I I like Jerry Judy with that wide re- wide receiver crew. Um, Russell Wilson's going to make all those guys look a lot better oh, than they look sure is. So ten ten team PPR, God ten me, team man. PPR. Wow, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Yeah, I I think I would vote Antonio Gibson only because of the injury issues at the running back position you might yeah, i like judy yeah. better overall as a player this year like yeah. i i like judy a lot better but in terms of just fantasy value in terms of what you can get as a replacement i guess you go with gibson although i don't want gibson at all yeah no. and especially on that team i'd rather place replace kareem hunt with antonio gibson than rashad bateman with jerry judy exactly yeah. that was, yes that was bigger the words out of my mouth Nailed exactly it. yeah 
Boom. And on that note, let's get right into some fantasy sleepers. Because one dollar Seven Eleven coffee, though, that's that's the key. One dollar. <laughs> that's right. why you're. That's why you're wired right now. because yeah. you got that. because you got that big it's old it's brown. It's brown water. It's brown. <laughs> it's only a dollar. Who cares? <laughs> Uh, so if we're talking sleepers, so we mentioned some guys on his team. They had a lot of good, solid star players. Bateman is probably in that mix as a potential sleeper. I think he's going to be have a great a great season. Uh, but who do we like this year? Give me one or two guys who you might draft in mid to late rounds uh, that could be winning you a fantasy championship this year. Um, Brendan, we'll start with you. Like, who oh is your God. fantasy? We're gonna put it on me sleeper? right away. Yeah, who is your fantasy sleeper? John um, Smith. That's Anthony. No, um, <laughs> I, I'm going to try desperately not to say a Patriot. The first three names that came to my mind were Patriots. So um, let's go with this one. Uh, the NFL fantasy world, the thinnest position, the most top heavy position is tight end. There's like three guys, four guys, maybe. And then no idea. Um, I'm going to go with a guy who's getting drafted way near the bottom, who I could see break his way all the way up there. Um, and that is Friar Muth of Ooh. the Pittsburgh Steelers. This Friar guy, Tuck. this guy was open every time last year. Uh, if they had had a quarterback, I think he could have had a huge year last year. I think he has big breakout potential. He just seems like a guy who should be getting eight targets a game and will be. Um, so that's going to be my first sleeper. Look out for the breakout performance of Friar Muth. I like that. Um, Connor. Who do you who do you like here as your sleeper? Okay, so one guy I think that is going to have a breakout season, believe it or not, is going to be a rookie wide receiver. Now these oh. guys aren't, especially second round and beyond guys, aren't known for lighting the world on fire their rookie year. But I'm looking over this Chiefs roster. I don't love their starting core right now as it stands with the veterans. Uh, Valdez, Scantling, Juju Smith-Schuster, I'm not sure those guys are going to be as strong as people expect them to be. You can't just step in and replace a Tyree kill with those guys. One dude I think is going to come in and absolutely tear it up this year is Sky Moore, rookie out of Western Michigan. Mm. Uh, this dude is a target machine. He soaked up 32% of his targets in 30 games at Western Michigan. He can run the slot. He can go outside. He has strong efficiency. He has 90% adjusted catch rate and is 2.9% uh, yards per reception. Excuse me, yards per route reception. It's a fun stat if you want to look into that. I don't know we're, what that means. We're both <laughs> we're not gonna get into we're not gonna get into it right now. But basically, uh, they were both second best in the rookie class this year. Long story short, this guy was underrated coming out of college, slipped to the second round with a very, very strong wide receiver core coming out. And I think he's put in an absolute killer position to be successful with Pat Mahomes in that high octane Chiefs offense. I think Sky Moore is not only going to get the targets, he's going to get the yak. He's going to get everything over there. And I think he overtakes Juju Smith-Schuster within a game uh, to become their wow. his, his top option. Wow. Is Does he have equally as strong of a TikTok game, though, Mellon? Because that matters to me when I'm, when I'm picking. I don't know. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to look that up. You're going to have to look that up for me. Next question. He's joining, he's joining the home of TikTok, the Kansas yes. City Chiefs. So. Yeah, he is. And Juju's on the team, too. I mean, that place is going to be insufferable. It's going it. to be bad. It's going to be bad. Really quick, yards per route run is basically how many yards you're going to get for each time you, uh, you're you running a hmm. route. Okay. Uh, by the way, don't so tempt me. Every play? A, don't tempt me with a good time mentioning a rookie. 
you know how I love to draft rookies in fantasy. Don't tell Oh my me. god, it's weird. There's a lot it's of like it's a weird situation. There's know. a lot of rookies this year that it's you're, it's kind of a guessing game of which ones are going to break out. But... Oh, I'm going to take them all and you just just yes, you are. one of them. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm going to take Sky Moore tonight probably. We'll see. Nick, who do you like for a, a possible sleeper uh this year in fantasy? Christian Mims. So actually when you said sleeper the first guy that came to mind is somebody that uh Connor actually mentioned earlier, and that was KJ Hamler out in Denver. I think he is going to have a monster year. The upgraded quarterback that he's got with Russell Wilson, the fact that he does have Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy is going to give him favorable matchups all over the field. Um, at Penn State, the guy was a difference maker. He can line up in the slot. He can line up outside, catches a lot of balls. He can get touches in a lot of different ways. I could see him even you know, getting some touches out of the backfield, some jet sweep, stuff like that. So I think KJ Hamler is going to be one to watch out in Denver this year. Yeah, and he's got a very similar build. We were mentioning him last week. Very similar build to Tyler Lockett, who came in kind of as a kick, kick, kind of as a kick punt return specialist, and Russell Wilson turned him into a deep ball threat. Are we ready see. for Tyler Lockett to do nothing this oh, year? Now? Oh, like, avoid oh, him with go all from, Go from 1,200-yard guy to, like, 400-yard guy almost. Yeah, he knows not going to be able to find him. Uh, before Tony jumps in, I just want to touch. Brennan made a great point about the tight end position being a very, very thin uh, position in fantasy. Later, late, late, late in your draft. I really like Hayden Hurst this year from Cincinnati. He's taken yep. over for Uzoma. I just think the situation he's in. Have you seen their depth chart? It stinks. Those dudes yep. claim Dossi Asi off the damn waiver wire. Uh, <laughs> just based on the fact that they have nobody else and they have a very, very sick receiving core, so we know they're going to be throwing the ball real nice. Uh, I think Hayden Hurst can get you. He's not going to be. A, he might not be a top five tight end, but I think that dude's going to be a top ten tight end. And his dude isn't even being drafted in some leagues. So keep an eye yeah. on him late. Hayden That's Hurst, really one play. of those. There's always like there's a couple guys in the NFL at all times that like change teams every year, and then we pretend that oh, he just wasn't a fit on the previous. Mm-hmm. Hayden Hurst on like his fourth. It wasn't a fit. Now we'll look out. Like <laughs> oh, okay. He was on, he was on. No, I know. I, I, Atlanta for we're a while. having fun. Yeah. <laughs> I uh it's funny we not good. We always joke about in our Great. circle that I I draft too many rookies and too many second year players. I'm just like enamored with kind of that prospect of getting a big hit. Um my sleepers, I have two that I couldn't choose between. They're both running backs, one's a rookie, one's a second year player. Um I like Damian Pierce and and Ramondre Stevenson as two guys that you should really look to get. And I think Stevenson can be had in like the mid rounds because because de- technically Harris is listed as the starter, but Stevenson, as you Pat Sink boys know, is going to be a, a lot to handle. That's who I was gonna say, and I didn't say yeah. it because of the Patriots bias. He's going to be a beast. And then Damian Pierce, they just cut Marlon yeah. Mack. Pierce uh-huh. has skyrocketed on ADP. Yeah, like, the only lying. other the only other guy that is going to able to take carries from him is going to be Rex Burkhead, and we know how that goes. So I mean, I think he's going to be the bell cow on a bad team. So maybe won't get a lot of catches in late in games because they're going to be possibly losing. But I think he's going to get a lot of the lion's share of the of the volume on that Houston Texans team. So Stevenson and Pierce would be my guys to look for. Pierce probably you're going to have to jump a little earlier than you want to because as as uh, Brennan said, a little bit of a sexy pick. But I Stevenson, think, uh, man, Stevenson can probably be be had in rounds eight through eleven. Oh no! It's, what? It's funny talking about Pierce though, because like everyone else in our fantasy league doesn't seem to grasp the concept of a bad running back getting <laughs> cut affecting the top guy. Like yeah. Marlon Mack, no one was going to pick either way, but yeah. he gets cut now. Pierce skyrockets. 
that other people just cannot grasp that concept. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Stevenson makes it out of round five. I don't know what his AD, ADP is right now, but if you're in a ten, if you're in a ten-team league, you think he's in the you think he's in the top. He was 80? going, he was going sixth or seventh round. Yeah, okay. I did. A, yeah, I think he went fifth in mine. He went well before Damian Harris. Yeah, yeah he's I been beating he Harris in drafts. He's, ADP is 80, 87 right now. Oh, so, so there you go. Yeah, oh, wow, that's eighth round. Right, I'm right, right. Yeah. Well, not I mean, 12, interesting. 12 team I, league. I think he's going to be end up being that team starter by, mm-hmm. by the, midway. You're talking about the Patriots? They don't have a starter. Yeah. Sting. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be the guy <laughs> with true. bigger fantasy yeah. numbers. I, I yeah. do think that. Yeah. Is there anybody else you want to throw in before we kind of move on here as a potential sleeper? I mean, I had many more in my head. Uh, tight ends. I'll throw one for my for my own team. Just uh, I mean, I'm looking at him in all my drafts. Tyler Conklin, who is maybe listed as tight end two because they got CJ Uzama. Tyler Conklin has developed quick chemistry with both Wilson and Flacco. He's been moving the chains all preseason, all always in camp. Look for Tyler Conklin to be a sleeper in that in that tight end department. And you can get him like as you're closing out your draft. So I mean, that's a good one to, to just take a look at. I got uh, a well, homer one. Go, Connor. I got oh, no, which is one real quick one. I think 2005 San Francisco fullback Fred Beasley is going to be a monster. <laughs> wow, that yes. was a great contribution. Uh, <laughs> Next question. I'm writing if, it down. You're in a, if you're in a PPR league, someone who's not getting drafted anywhere right now that I think is going to have a gigantic year, especially if you need a weekly fill-in at a, at a position, Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers mm. is going to catch mm-hmm. so many balls this year. Um, I think Jacoby Myers is just one of those guys where it's your boom side isn't so high, but you're going to consistently get yourself to 10 plus fantasy points uh, by playing Jacoby Myers. So you're not going to ever miss with him. I think he's going to get a hundred catches this year. Is he going so. to catch a touchdown though? <laughs> yeah, I think he'll get, I think four TDs this year, a hundred catches, 1200 yards. Four TDs. Wow. Well, I only say that because that dude waited a long time. Yeah, that's why I was shocked. He certainly did, but I think we're getting a big year out of Jacoby Myers. Okay, all right. Oh, I, I, I like uh, I like Jahan Dotson this year, another rookie wide receiver. Oh, uh, yeah. From Washington. Um, I think he could step in right there and play right away and make an impact right away. Um, another guy that really was a do-it-all guy in college, Swiss Army knife type guy. And then uh, at tight end, I like – it's kind of – I have two guys, uh, somebody who was a top tight end has kind of fallen off over the last couple of years. I think Zach Ertz is going to have a resurgence oh. mm, yeah. here. Yeah. Um, I think he has a great situation. Then Cole Komet out in Chicago. If anybody's going to do anything in Chicago, <laughs> he's someone that could be that guy. Yeah, one, I like both those. I like actually those picks a lot. I like the tight yeah. end, uh, what we're doing here. Uh, real quick, one guy you can catch on the waiver wire. He's not really getting picked up in many leagues. 1994 wide receiver, Houston Oiler, Haywood <laughs> Jeffries. Look out. Look out. <laughs> put him on Put him on your waiver. Put him on your waiver wire. Um, we, should, we should one day, we should do a like classic players draft. Of I love it. Oh. Like a fantasy classic But they like draft. have to be bad. They have to be bad No, players. you have to remember that guy okay. draft. If yeah. you're like, if you're like, oh, I remember that guy. It's a good thing. Yeah. Hey, I remember that guy draft. Yeah. That would be great. If, if I had to give you guys one shot here, because we, we always talk about sleepers and the guys that always get mentioned are like the skill position players. But quarterback position, it's one that you can often wait on inside of most fantasy drafts, depending on how your your league scores. They maybe get a guy whose stats are going to be pretty comparable later in the draft. Do you guys have any QB sleepers 
I mean, we we already know of the Jalen Hurts, the Lamar Jacksons, the Josh Allens, the Justin Herberts, all those guys. You know, Pat, you know, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers. Who's a sleeper? Brendan. I see um, your hands. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you want a guy who could be a top five just out of clear blue sky, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is the mm. big sleeper. Trevor Lawrence runs the ball, which people really forget about him. Um, and I think they're going to be a lot more explosive this year. Uh, I love Trevor Lawrence to be a breakout QB who is going at the end of drafts right now. As oh, yeah. Probably not even drafted. Um, if five. someone is going to go from from low draft to top of the top of the board, like uh, Mahomes did in, in his uh, first full year as a starter, it's it's Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. A guy I think could, a quarterback could have put up monster numbers this year, a little bit of a homer pick, but Kirk Cousins, I think out in Minnesota, I think he's got yeah. a a lot of weapons at his disposal right now. Um, and I think he could put up monster numbers this year. And if there's one thing that he does, it's put up stats. He's going to put up 9,000 yards and they're going to go eight and nine. And I'm going to be upset because I clicked him again. Uh, a couple of guys I, I like uh, one, I think Matt Ryan, I think Matt Ryan's in a better position than he was in the last couple of years. Uh, we'll see if he's got it left in his tank. If there's, if there's something left, I think he'll be top 10 quarterback. No problem. And then one of my, uh, I think it was my uh, bold prediction last year for the season, last week for the season, top 10 in QBR this year. I predicted it. I think this guy's going to be solid. Jared Goff. Yeah. I think Jared Goff is going to have a nice little comeback here. Not going to light the world on fire, but I think he's going to be a very, very productive quarterback in the league. Yeah, I, I like those a lot. I think one sleeper, if you're looking at just potential for comparable numbers to some guys, I, I kind of think Baker Baker Mayfield has some weapons around him. If Christian McCaffrey stays healthy, Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, Christian McCaffrey, Baker Mayfield. I mean, Darnold last year in the first three games when Christian McCaffrey was healthy, he was putting up, Pretty good fantasy numbers. So I could see Baker Mayfield having a good mid to high top 12 fantasy season if guys are healthy. So, And if you really want to stash somebody and you're afraid someone else is going to get them, uh, Lamar Jackson plays a style of football that is injury prone. Tyler Huntley could be an interesting stash if you have a deep league with a deep bench. Uh, would be an interesting stash. I could love Huntley. I, I do. So I love Huntley too. I love him. on on Connors. I like another thing. Good thing about Goff and a thing to think broader about is teams with bad defenses that are just gonna yeah be in high a lot of high scoring games. It helps you with the the quarterbacks fantasy points. I think Goff is in that spot. Absolutely. We had Cynthia uh, Freeland on a couple couple of weeks ago, maybe even a month ago at at this point, and she said Goff as as well as somebody who could potentially because he's gonna be playing from behind could get you some a lot of good numbers. Let's uh, uh, let's uh, uh, don't sleep on real quick. 1993 backup quarterback <laughs> for the Tampa Bay Bucks, Steve DeBerg. Steve DeBerg, 10th round. Oh, I know Dallas. Steve DeBerg. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. the first one I've actually recognized. Yeah, all right. Top 20. I I I had him on my list. I Connor's put a little team practice. together. Uh, Brendan <laughs> told me who he was going to be keeping, so I was allowed to prep, and I was looking at Steve DeBerg. Steve DeBerg, so yes, very good. DeBerg. Yes, um, let's play a little game of bust or bust. Uh, might be confusing for people listening on Spotify. It was helpful to have that interpretation there. My interpretation earlier was not that. It's a real negative game here. Yeah. Real negative game. But um, is we're gonna I'm gonna name some some players. Two at the wide receiver position, running back position, and quarterback. And you guys are gonna kind of talk about whether you think they're gonna have a great year. So the Hall of Fame bust there, or they're gonna have a down year and they're gonna bust. And these are some guys that are pretty big Ooh. names in terms of fantasy. 
but there's different reasons for why these guys are on the list. We're going to start with kind of a fun one, but Saquon Barkley. So Saquon Barkley was a fantasy darling just a few years ago, and injuries have kind of derailed him. A lot of people think every year, because well, he starts the season healthy, this is the year for Saquon. Bust or bust? <laughs> uh, let's see, Nick. Do you think Saquon's going to have a big year or a down year? Uh, I, It's a tough one. I do think Saquon's going to have a good year. I think he's a great running back. I think he's going to have a bounce back here. Um, obviously the health issue if he stays healthy, but I don't know how many touches he's going to get just because I think the Giants are going to be losing a lot of games. So I don't know if they're going to be able to run the ball as much so that, you know, stats wise he puts out, but I, I am big on Saquon this year. Um, I do like him. All right. Uh, any, anyone else think he's going to have a big year? I mean, Nick's, Nick's, Nick's calling a shot here. On, uh, he, he, he'd better right now because the Giants, in all their infinite wisdom, you know, you got the injury-prone running back. So uh, who's their primary backup right now? Matt Breida. You better hope he stays healthy. Wow, like, another injury-prone running back. Yeah. Wow. Ridiculous, dude. I, I think he's going to have a bad year. I'm going to go bust on this one, um, the bad bust. I just think that the Giants – I'm not buying any of the Giants' o- offensive weapons. And I think last year it was tough to buy any of them. Um, I think Daniel Daniel Jones limits a lot of what that offense can do, and the offensive line play has been poor. And then to, to back up Nick's point, they might be losing and behind in some games. I, I don't want to touch Saquon. I think a running back position, once you start getting hit with injuries, it just kind of snowballs. It's uh, tough for me to see him coming back from two serious leg injuries. If anyone saw the uh, the highlight going around of Saquon Barkley this week, uh, I'm fairly certain he lost a fair deal of money on a tennis match the other night. Um, <laughs> I so saw he that too. He was very into it. He was so into it that he absolutely had bet on that tennis match. Uh, <laughs> so he, he could be desperate. Yeah. <laughs> Another another big running uh, back here, which is an interesting one for me to throw out to you all, but he's at the stage of his NFL career where he's kind of reached that tipping point carries-wise, whereas now is it going to start to decline? And he had his first major injury in a while, Derrick Henry. Derrick, Derrick Henry, if he could be that guy, we all, know, we all have drafted him, the Le'Veon Bells of the world, where you draft a guy based off of previous years in the top five, and all of a sudden he ends the season as like the 15th running back because just age and carries and volume caught up to him. Not saying that's Derrick Henry. I'm just putting it out there to people. Is Derrick Henry on the decline? No. (laughs) (laughs) That's my answer. No, no way. He's going to be great. Um, The only thing that's stopping him is getting hurt. So if he doesn't get hurt, no. He's going to be awesome. Their team stinks. They have nothing else to do. They're going to hand him the ball 10 bajillion times. And so fantasy-wise, that works out wonderfully. He's the king of wearing a team out and then killing them in the third and fourth quarter. Uh, I think he'll do that again. A lot of people Isn't think that's a problem, though? Of he's not a short getting... yardage back. He's a break, break, big Man, play back. I, I hear you, but him getting 10 bajillion carries, I think, might be the problem. Is they got nothing well, yeah, to take I mean, take he is a, a gigantic man. Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah, that was I, uh, not good. That was just kind of going to be my point is that he's he's not built like those other running backs that you mentioned. He's somebody who, when you just look at him, I mean, he's just a physical specimen who looks like he can take it on. Um, he hasn't shown an ability to, that he's or shown that he's breaking down yet. 
Um, so I have no reason to believe that he's not going to be another top, have another year as a top running back in the league, especially in that offense where they need him to be. Yeah, it's weird. I feel like people are simultaneously jumping off the Derrick Henry bandwagon, but he's also like a top three pick in every fantasy league. It's kind of a weird situation yeah. going on there. I think he, I think I think he definitely takes a step back. Uh, I don't think the Titans as a team have the same pass attack, air attack as they used to. So I think teams are going to be able to key in a little bit more on him. I know it's kind of a simplification, but I really think that teams are going to start working uh, from the inside out against Tennessee. I don't think they're going to be able to. Uh, I don't think they're worried about Tannehill beating him through the air anymore. No. Uh, I just don't like the fact that Henry's getting picked over some guys like Dalvin Cook and Joe Mixon. I really think those guys are going to have much better uh, years than him this year, uh, not to mention they're a little bit better in the passing game. So I think Derrick Henry's going to be a very serviceable running back, uh, but I don't, I don't, I wouldn't draft him as one of the top five picks. Uh, I wouldn't even draft him as a top five running back right now. Definitely top 10, but I think he slides back a few spots. Interesting. Uh, moving into another injury prone player. Allen Robinson. Now we had the down downtown Rams host here, Jake uh, Allen Bogan on a couple months ago. And he said, I think, I think uh, maybe Connor was on with me there or maybe it was Zach, but somebody, he said, Allen Robinson was going to lead the league in receiving yards. Maybe a bit of a Homer pick, but he thinks Allen Robinson is going to be great in this, you know, Sean McVay offense, but we know Allen Robinson and he, he, when was the last time he finished a season completely healthy? Um, so when do we think Allen Robinson is a big year or is he a, a down year? Um, Nick, how do you like Allen Robinson? He comes from like the big uh, 10, right? So we've definitely seen him play a lot. And state guy he is. Uh, so I think all of these, you have to kind of throw the caveat if healthy, because that's kind of what's going on here. We're just like a, guy, a bunch of guys who have been injury prone. Um, and Allen Robinson's definitely one of them. If healthy though, in that situation, I think he's going to be a monster this year. I think mm-hmm. he uh, have, um, if you look at last year with LA, and I was going to talk about this later, but targets wise, Cooper Cup got 191 targets. Nobody was with 100 targets of Cooper Cup. That's crazy. They have a secondary weapon. We saw at the end of the year when OBJ became that secondary weapon, how much success he had. And I think that's a role that Aaron or that Allen Robinson, sorry, could fill in right from the get go. Yeah. And if he stays, yeah, I think he has a monster year. Wow. You ready for this stuff that's going to piss off the audience? I'm going to double down on the cliche. If healthy, if he's healthy, obviously that's important. I'm more concerned with if Matt Stafford is healthy. We don't know what's going on with his arm right now. We're doubling down on health issues. Not only has Allen Robinson shown that he hasn't been able to stay healthy lately, uh, his quarterback right now, who with half an arm is still going to be better than anything Chicago ran out there the last couple of years. But I think Matt Stafford's health is as big uh, of a question mark, especially right now with all the mystery surrounding it. So not only is Allen Robinson's health an issue, another big impact on him is Matt Stafford's health, which we don't know what it is right now. So there's serious Hmm. cause for concern right there. So I'm expecting either a great year or a nothing year from this dude. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm feeling very, very similar to both you guys where the if healthy piece, but I think that the injuries come into play when you are drafting. You have to think about the high floor. And if you draft a guy that if, if he's often injured, you get zero points for that. And if you pick a guy, you take the gamble that, well, he's injured every year, but this might be the year. Uh, it's, I don't know. There's more evidence that tells me that he can't stay healthy um, than there is that tells me he can't. But I, so I'm going to say no on Allen Robinson. Brendan? Well, at least the injured guy you know to bench. Uh, it's the guy who, like, plays in the <laughs> yeah, game and gets point. zero that is the worst, and I don't think he's going to be that guy. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, so that in, the, in terms of that floor, 
the the worst floor guys are the guys who half the games they get zero. That drives me insane. Yeah. Um, yeah. That being said, I actually hot take. I think he's going to have kind of a regular year. Uh, <laughs> I think somewhere in between. Um, but a lot of people breaking news. Uh, Robert Woods got traded to the Titans. So wait, what? He's kind of filling in that role. Robert Woods, if you recall, had some gigantic years for the Rams. Um, yeah. And if he's going to fill into that role, maybe he could have a big year like that. I think he's going to have just a normal year. Uh, you know, make somewhere around 850, 900 yards, get himself five or six touchdowns. I mean, that's a nice little year, that's but it's, year. you know, pick your spot if you get the right ones. Yep. Um, I, I wouldn't want him to be one of my top receivers, uh, but he's definitely a nice, nice piece to have, uh, you know, maybe your first fill in guy in a flex spot. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, another wide out. This one's not an injury prone guy. This one is a quarterback situation guy. Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper has got a lot of talent. He's when he's when he's had good quarterback play, he's flashed. This year he he gets Jacoby Brissett for 11 games and then and then Deshaun Watson, which is around the time where you might be playing in a fantasy football playoff. So what do we think about Amari Cooper as a potential bust or bust? Uh I'll go, I guess. Um he was uh, quite good the first half of last year, and then he did kind of nothing for a while. He likes to hurt his hamstrings. Um, yeah, I mean, Amari Cooper is just a, a real good professional wide receiver, uh, but I don't trust Jacoby Brissett one bit. Um, no. So we'll see by week. You know, I, I, I'm not willing to wait that long. I mean, Cooper is way lower in drafts than he ever was in his career. So he's kind of a steal, I guess, uh, stash and see how it goes kind of guy. If you've If you've already got – uh, your roster somewhat filled out. He might be a nice guy to grab. Um, I really don't know what to think of him. I, I just w- can't imagine playing him with Jacoby Brissett as the quarterback. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And it, yeah go ahead. he's definitely not somebody that I would want to rely on this year at all. Um, I He's a guy actually, like Brendan was, it reminds me of what Brendan was mentioning earlier, the guy who's zero or goes off like he is who i think of in that and he that really does that yeah. personal experience because mm-hmm. i had him a couple yeah. times that's what happens so he's somebody that i would say you're like you said very uh unst- unsure quarterback situation and uh i just don't think you can rely on him count on him week in week out yeah he's the kind of guy that has a couple quiet weeks and then when you play against him he goes off for like 30 points and you yes great point computer yep. through the tv uh <laughs> Any questions? The Vikings. Like, last <laughs> yeah, exactly. Any questions surrounding the Browns right now is kind of a toss-up, man. I don't want to answer any more Browns questions because we just don't know what we're getting out of them. Uh, we know Jacoby Brissett's going to be starting a lot of games, and I don't think their wide receiving core is worth very much. Right now, outside of Cooper, their next top target is Donovan Peoples-Jones. Dude, that guy was good in high school. He was all right at Michigan, but he is, a, he, he is not a strong number two in the NFL. So – you can take that whichever way you want. He's going to get some tough matchups against some good cornerbacks in the NFC North, uh, but he's also going to be like the only dude that's probably going to get open. Uh, I think Cleveland relies on the run game quite a bit. Uh, you know what? I, I think this dude just ends up the year with, like like Brendan said, with Allen Robinson. I think he gets 800 yards, four touchdowns. I just don't think he's going to do very much this year. Uh, the, the Browns are just such a question mark right now. Yeah, I feel very, very similar. I think he could be a guy that you could be playing against him in a fantasy playoff game, and he ends Uh up 
costing you the costing you the game because Watson and they're probably you know have a losing record just going out there and slinging it. Yeah. And Jacoby Brissett, when he played for Miami last year and he started some games, Jalen Waddle's yardage production went down, but his target went up because Jacoby was just dumping the ball off to him a lot. So maybe you see something similar with Cooper, where in the first like you know eleven weeks, if you're in a PPR league. He's getting targets, but he's getting like, you know, eight catches for 52 yards. It's a good like point. That. It's a good it's, point. It's one of those he's touchdown reliant. If he goes eight for 52 with a touchdown, cool day. If he goes yeah, eight yeah. for 52 without a touchdown, crap. You know, yeah. uh, I was thinking it's kind of contradictory because I don't think he's like a high volume type of receiver. Uh-huh. Like he's much more of just like a big play type of receiver who's going to go down and make a play for you and catch a ball here and like. I, he's not somebody you're going to rely on to have a lot of catches, I feel like, or you don't want to rely on to have a lot of catches. So I feel like just his style of play is kind of like contradictory where he's going to be the guy getting all the targets. I don't know who their high-volume dude is. I th- honestly think it might be Kareem Hunt, like yeah. some one mm-hmm. of the running backs coming out of the backfield because yep. they're, they're wide receiving. Donovan Peoples-Jones is not a high-volume They don't even whatsoever. really have a tight end, do they? Isn't it still David and – is it still David and Joku? It's Joku, yeah. And then they got yeah. David Bell. Up, uh, boy, I – Wow. Their, their offense isn't looking very healthy, man. No. Um, Another sleeper right there, David Bell. He was very good at Purdue. Very. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he was. That's right. I the Boilermaker. <laughs> there it is. Uh, last but not least. High octane um, Purdue offense. High octane. They were last year. Like, they always hey, beat Ohio State. So they like to play Ohio. Ohio. Yep. Curtis yeah. Painter threw for a bunch of yards. I love it. Um, so I have a fun one to end here. So the bust or bust. You get to choose between these two guys. One of them's got to be the up. One of them's got to be the down. Kyler Murray or Dak Prescott, who would you rather take this year in fantasy? Prescott has put up a big year last year. He lost Amari Cooper. Uh, and, you know, the Cowboys tend to not put two good years back to back. And Kyler Murray is without DeAndre Hopkins for the first seven games. Um, so who do we like here, Murray or Prescott, if you had to choose between the two? Connor? Prescott. You're going with you're going with Prescott. Mm-hmm. Right. I think I think Murray has a horrible year this year, but that's it. Prescott slinging around. Uh, I'm going Murray. I I take Murray. Just we're talking fantasy, not real life quarterbacking. I'm aware of uh, that. I know. And I fantasy just wise, I'd much rather have Kyler Murray. He <laughs> he gets you the rushing yards as well. Um, I I think they're just give you they're not going to really run the ball other than him. I, I think he'll sling it around a lot this year and put up some big fantasy games. Um. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go with Murray. Give me Hurts over Murray. Yeah, I would. I would take Hurts. Wasn't one of the options. <laughs> I, I, so would I. <laughs> That's what Colin Coward does. He brings in another thing and acts like you're an idiot yeah. for it. You're like, no. Yeah. Go ahead, sir. <laughs> Josh I, Allen. I choose Josh Allen. Yeah. I would. I would like. I would. I'd like rather Patrick, have Aaron. I, I would rather have 2007 Tom Brady. Actually. Yeah. Um, I also would rather have Murray, and it was for one of the reasons Brent said he's gonna be the running game for them, as well as you know Hopkins out the first six games. But even then, besides you know CD Lamb, I I don't I, I don't love the weapons in Dallas, um, and I think Murray can just spread around more. Like I said, I think Ertz is gonna have a big year, so I think at tight end, um, and then like I said, I think he's the running game once you get Hopkins back. I just I would rather have Murray. 
Yeah, I think Murray is he probably has the edge on the rushing attack and on the COD kills. He probably is gonna lead them in that too. So you yeah. gotta remember that happening. Nice. Well, Call, Call of Duty comes out what, like end of October? So, so after that, bench bench. After that, bench him. Uh yeah, when we talked earlier about the high like floor, I think Murray's bad games in the in the passing attack, he still will give you the 60, 70 yards rushing and a possible rushing touchdown. I've seen Prescott. Unless throw. it's against the Rams in the playoffs in which Unless you it's the Rams in the playoffs, that, that it's real bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've seen the Dak Prescott bad games are like 12 of 27 for a buck fifty and no touchdown. So it it yeah. scares me on his floor. Um, but I Man, if we're talking pure quarterback play, I'm taking Dak Prescott. I, if it's fantasy, yes, I'm if we're playing Robert football Murray. games, but we're playing we're yeah. playing fantasy. Yeah, I yeah. honestly I don't love either of these guys this year very much. No, no, no. I would agree with that. I think you can get some better value with some other players that give you that dual threat. Brendan already already mentioned one. I'd rather take a Trevor Lawrence than a Kyler Murray, personally. In this year, hot draft. take, hot to take, yeah. hot sizzle. Uh, we're gonna have a little fun right now with our own draft. We're, we're going to do a little bit of a mock exchange. All right. So we are going to have a serpentine draft style. With, serpentine. Uh, serpentine. Serpentine. Uh, with uh, some pro uniforms. Connor, you want to kind of explain what people are going to be watching here in the next five to ten minutes? Yes, I will. So we came up with this. I, th- uh, we, I thought we did a great job of uh, all coming together and deciding on this one. What we're going to do is a serpentine draft. I believe it's going to be six rounds, okay? Here's how it's going to work. We are picking the best uniforms in pro sports. So we're talking the big four, NHL, MLB, NBA, and NFL, okay? So we are picking the best uniforms that we feel in the big four. Now, here's the thing. It's six rounds. Four of those rounds, and it could be any round you want, you got to take one from each league. You got to take one football, one basketball, one baseball, and one hockey uniform. Okay. And they have to be current. This isn't throwbacks. This isn't alternates. These are current, regular uniforms, home and away. Okay. The other two rounds are the wild card and the, I don't remember. What uh, throwback. 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 Throwbacks. Thank one. you. Yeah. So yeah. the wild card round, you can pick any team you want that has not been selected yet from any single sport of the big four. Okay. So you can double up on an NFL. Oh, uh, no, no, no. Wild card is any uniform. Yeah, it could even okay. be alternates. Oh, yes, very, yes. So it can be alternates yeah. as well. That's right. We decided on that. And then the final yeah. round is throwback. So you can pick any team's throwback uniform. Now, the, do we decide, are we waiting to the last two rounds to do alternates and throwbacks? Nope. Whatever you want to do. Oh, oh, I just got a yes and a no. I, I like that. Whatever you want to do, whatever. If you think you need to Let's get it. it, you go get it. I okay. like that. Let's is, do is it. Somebody you just it. have to do all six. It's so, whatever oh. order you want. One caveat, though, when you pick a team, so say I pick the Green Bay Packers, okay, uh, and I pick their current uniforms. I got their home and away, okay? Nobody can snake their away uniforms. Yeah, but whatever. for the graphic, he should put the cooler one. Uh, well, no, no, obviously. <laughs> but, but, but for the wild card round, somebody could still take the Packers alternate. Those are still yeah, available. alternate or throwback. And the throwbacks are yep. available. So yep. once you take a team, no one else can take that team's current uniforms, but they are available for the other two, alternate or throwbacks. We're rolling. Love it. I want to emphasize, wild card can be any uniform. I mean, you could take like a cool college one. That's what I'm saying. Oh, we're doing oh. college? It's I'm saying wild card. Oh, bra- oh here we go. It's a wild card, just any uniform. Oh, it's, uh, cooler. 
We already have throwback mixed in there. I think nice wild card, you should be able to pick anything. No, no, it's fine. Yeah, just give us the information 10 seconds before it's we start the It's called wild draft. card. I had fun ideas for it. I now I got to throw. Oh, that, th- that, that totally throws my game plan off. That's insane. I hate it. I was you prepping. I prepped more for this than my actual draft. Fun. Fine. What about any uniform? I guess we'll see it as we go. But like NBA, there's some teams that I feel like have like 18 different home uniforms. Right? Yeah, I don't yeah, care that's about true. But think of the the real one. The real one. So not their like cities, not their yeah, like, yeah, you know. I hate the NBA. for wild card. You could take one of the other cool ones. Yeah, yeah. love it. Sure, go ahead. If, if you take, want, take a basketball. Yeah, and we're uh, and we're going to be talking. We're going to be we're going to be talking. Uh, about 30, 30 seconds max to make up your mind on this thing. We're going rapid fire. We did a yeah. little random draft order to start, and actually, it's going counterclockwise here. And so that's kind of that, that's kind of cool how that worked out. I got I drew the first pick, which I'm not too thrilled about because I got to wait a while for him to pick number two. Brendan gets pick number two, then down to Nick, then across to Connor. Connor gets back to back. And then we go back around Nick, Brendan, and me. Who's keeping track, by the way? Uh, I have a little track. I have a little notes up here. So Good job. Track. And I will as we start to populate it, I'll then pop it up on the screen so we can start to see a little bit. All right. Are we all ready? I'm starting us off here. I've obviously had time to think about this, so I know what my first pick is gonna be. And I'm going in the NFL. I'm getting rid of my NFL jersey right now. I'm going with the Los Angeles Chargers. Now, now we're talking the Chargers. is the mm, modern uniform okay. the powder blue? Are we talking the powder it's the blue? Powder blue. It's the nice white with the. Mm. With yeah, the I just wonder bolts. if that if oh, that yeah. is currently the modern uniform. It is. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's good. Because a few I years ago, you would have had to call that the throwback or the yep. alter. No, yeah. but and it's they a got new the one. White helmet yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. It's a good. Pick. Oh no, it's beautiful. Let's yeah. use common sense here, everybody. Yeah, the Chargers are amazing. Mm. So I'm going with the Chargers as my NFL team here, and loop into you, Brendan. All right, I like the Chargers. I was actually gonna go Chargers with my first pick if that was uh, if that was available. Um, I'm going to go with uh, boy, boy, that really hurt me. Uh, I'm gonna go Chicago Blackhawks. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say Bears. No, Chicago Blackhawks <laughs> hockey NHL. Uh, I think it's the best NHL uniform. Chicago Blackhawks for me, particularly wow. the red, the uh, the Ugh. home red. Couldn't disagree more. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Not a random care. <laughs> Who's up? I am, so I am going to actually take my throwback first. I like it. Let's I go. I am going to go with the Seattle Supersonic. Oh, wow. What a great one. What just a great evil, one. That green and that yellow just mm. pops. And uh, I really, I, I miss the Sonics in general, but those uh, throwback wide, wide, I don't think it's better than that. That was on my list of uh, throwbacks. Oh, those are nice. Yeah, sure. that's beautiful. Connor, I think – oh, I think I know where you're going here. I think everybody knows where I'm going. So here's the thing. you got to be smart. you got to be smart about this. you, you got to use strategy. You right now, in a row here too. Yeah. Oh, merciful madness. All right. You ready for this? Oh, my yeah. God. All right. My first pick is going to be my alternates pick. Give me those white out Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, that's your wild tiger. card, I'm assuming. That's your oh, wild card. Ooh, that's my wild card pick. Yeah, those are the coolest things I've ever seen. Okay, so life. Connor's first pick is a uniform that has never been worn in. I in love it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Those <laughs> white tigers it. are awesome. I just wow. love that it's a uniform that has not been worn. <laughs> yeah, it sure it. has. I don't care. I don't care. 
Uh, great. Good stuff there. Now, I think I'm going to play the... Uh, that's your wild card. That's yeah. my wild card pick. Wait, wild, yeah. Wow, throwback and wild card. I wasn't ready to lose those. I, wasn't I like that your wild card those. is WC, White Cincy. I wrote. Mm-hmm. White Tiger, White Cincy. I like it. Oh, I'm glad you're keeping track. Okay. Oh, yeah, we got it up here. All right. Y'all ready? I'm going to go NHL for my next pick. I don't know what it is about these things, man. I think they're so freaking cool. I'm going to go current NHL. Nashville Predators. What a wild choice. Okay. I think wow. they're I think they're sweet. Those yellows are, are killer. Yeah, that's a you could have got that one at the end. <laughs> I think we all could have gotten ours at the end. No, that's point. true. I know, I know. I'm just, you know, Preds is a wild choice, but all right. I like that. All right, Nick. You got the Blackhawks. Ooh, close. <laughs> Let's fight. <laughs> You're gonna be so mad when I pick a what my wild card pick. Okay, go. <laughs> go uh, to the NHL too, actually. I'm going to take the Detroit Red Wings. I just think classic, the spoked, we- the spoked flying wheel. Um, I just think it's a classic jersey. The lines are always just really neat, and it hasn't changed a lot. I just like the fact that it's basically their original six jersey. Um, the red and the white. I just I think it's a very clean look. So I'm gonna that take- is a clean look. I three like that. Ho- three hockeys. Yeah. yeah. Was- Strategy. A really stupid pick for me to take, but I'm going to go. With it. You only had to avoid Anthony from there on, but whatever. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Brendan, Brendan, why don't you yell at him? Huh? All <laughs> right. This, I, I think this is the the best uniform in baseball that Brendan's going to go with here. The Baltimore Orioles. Oh, yeah, that was my good. next. They're good. Pick. They are good. Orioles. Oh man, that I was have, my next there's, pick. There's one better, and I want it so bad. But that's. A I great was pick. debating between three baseballs, but when I, you'd look, God, the Orioles ones are sweet. They're oh, good. It looks so good. It just looks like baseball, too. You got oh, you could man, smell Camden Yards, the brick yeah. wall. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was yeah. literally doing that one next. Oh, all right. Wow, you poached each other. Two you in a row for me. Big Tony. Two in a row for me. I'm going to go. I'm just going to take the Danbury Trashers. The, t- <laughs> the Trash Pandas. Uh, no, I actually am going to go to a classic jersey because I think classic has a feel to it when in sports, sometimes cleaner Wait, is better. Throwback? And no, I'm no, I'm going with a current jersey, but it hasn't oh. changed in oh. forever. So I like what Nick was saying, talking about, where sometimes cleaner is better. The Boston Celtics have the best basketball uniform, in my personal opinion. I know I'm a fan, but also mm-hmm. it's just so clean. So I'm gonna go with the Boston Celtics for my NBA team. I'll mm-hmm. take the green and the white. It's just so clean. It is nice. Um, it is just very, especially they're like they're like home whites. Oh, those things just pop. Uh, for back to back here. I think I'm going to take my throwback and I'm going to go with the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. Damn it. That was oh, my next pick. That wow. was my pick. That I was had a jump pick because I figured Unreal. somebody was going to go. I can't go believe you me. did that. That was my next. I almost picked that before instead. Yeah. I, that's, uh, I love this. You've thrown me everything off. about it. Everything about it's it. It's such a phenomenal pick. God, it's, it, it's so pretty. It's it's very nice. The purple we, ones, the white ones. The purple. I was going to say, do we have an actual preference? The purple ones. I actually like the white better. No, yeah. both. It doesn't matter. You get them both. Those are cool. I get them both. They're so crisp. All right. Coming back to you, BMAC. I have to rack my brain now. You just, like, I was so settled on picking the ducks. Um, all right. I'll go NFL. I'm going to take the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think the oh. Pittsburgh Steelers are, are just, they look like football. And I, I think they're unique. They're pretty sick. The helmets. The black and yellow, Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, I like how we're all choosing very clean kind of uniforms here. I like that. Uh, who do we like here, Nick? 
I am going. I'm going to actually go to baseball right now. Uh oh. No. I'm nervous. Another. Oh, I want it. I had a backup that hasn't changed, and I'm going to take the St. Louis Cardinals. Oh. oh. Like okay. this crisp. Cardinals. You guys uh, are go- okay. You guys are going classics. The script right? writing and yeah, I mean, I am going classics, but uh, another one that just says baseball. Yeah, I, I mean, literally has a bat. The, the STL on the hat, I really like too. So yep. I'm gonna pick the Cardinals. The hats are big for baseball. Yeah, yeah, hats yep. are a big factor. It's true. Very nice, Connor. You get back to back here to really fill out your roster. Okay, I think I. I how many? How many? We've had two throwbacks done. Okay, Brendan has. I think I can. I think I can wait on my throwback. I think I can wait on my throwback. You take like the uh, Atlanta Thrashers now. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal, unreal. Some, <laughs> I went in a much different direction. I went with cool uniforms. I, I know. We're having fun. We're having fun. Why don't you? Yeah, we're having a great time. You know what? I got to take my throwback. I don't want to get it poached. I am terrified to get it poached. Okay, throwback. Okay, hang on. I'm looking at it like this. I can see. Okay, I'm going throwbacks, and I'm going the nice green teal Memphis Grizzlies. Oh, those are sick. <laughs> those are sick. Yeah, that's Memphis a great Grizzly. pick. Yeah, you actually I, used to actually don that jersey, Mr. Mellon. I did in the mini hoops. Yep, you're uh, like the league, mini yeah. hoops league. Mm, I love them. Big country, and you get and you get back to back here, Mellon. So you you didn't you didn't have a chance to get that poached yet. Uh, okay, good, good. Uh, let's go. Mm, uh, oh, I know what I want. I want to go MLB. Has everyone taken MLB yet? No, no I have not taken Anthony, baseball. Team. I want Anthony to take. Okay, I'm going to go MLB. One of my favorite uniforms in the league. I don't know why. I just love them. I'm going to go San Diego Padres. Oh, San Diego yeah. Padres. Not okay. any of their alternates, though. They have the worst alternates in all no, no, Those no, weird all ones. All of their alternates are so ugly. No, their alternates are disgusting, but their, their regulars are very, very nice. Those, like, poo camo good. ones that they oh, have. Oh, God. Yeah, Those yeah. are weird. One of the most successful rebrands, too, going back to the old colors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Completely agree. Yep. Um, yeah, I think up there with a successful rebrand is the New York is the New York Islanders. Remember when they had that weird like uh, fisherman yes. as like the mascot? Or, and he was holding, remember, like, the, remember the Detroit Pistons when they had that horse and they were the yeah. weird colors? Oh, it was like was it was that? like a chess piece. The Grant. What was that? Yeah, the Grant Hill. Awful. Uh, that was when like the NBA was obsessed with giant logos, the team logo. The Islanders the though, community. yeah, with that that fisherman. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? Awful, um, Nick. We're up to you here. You got some classic clean jerseys, man. So I am now – I'm going to take my wild card here. Oh, okay. I'm going to take USC football. Mm. Wow. Love the USC football jerseys. Uh, you know, obviously, you just you can't help but think of the classic games when you see them. There's so awesome. many. But, you know, you go right back to the Rose Bowl, the Bush, Resi, yep. Resi, which is the litany of quarterbacks they've had. Just, I just think it's a classic jersey, and I just love those colors. Um, and it just, it, they, they own those colors. You see those colors and it's USC. I feel like. Yeah. Nick, you got a very clean list, man. Very red, list. red, red and clean. Yeah. <laughs> Brendan, you have not taken a wild card or a throwback. I'm, I'm missing wild card throwback in NBA right now. Yep. I'm going throwback Hartford Whalers. Nice. Oh, well, very done. nice. Very nice. Well yeah. done. Yeah, I have yeah, a Whalers a t-shirt. That's one of my favorite t-shirts to wear. I love that pick. I have Hartford the hats, Whalers yeah. just beautiful and we've lost nick is a black box nick's got nick okay. upset. <laughs> he's I'm back. Sorry. He is. I'm he's back. Back. his jerseys were too clean uh he left 
Uh, so what do I have? Chargers. So I have an NFL, an NBA, and a throwback. I'm missing. Uh, I'm missing a baseball, a wild card, and a hockey. All right. So I already have. I I I, I kind of got confused. I saw hockey there, and I realized it was throwback. So looking at my list here, I think you know I I hate to do it because I'm a fan, but I think it's a really sick uniform. I love the colors, the blue and the orange. But for baseball, I'm gonna take the New York Mets. I really like the Mets uniforms. I think that they're really, especially the like white with the pinstripes and the, and I mean, they're just clean. I like, I like the Mets uniform. So I'm going to go with the Mets as my baseball team. You took my Orioles. That was my other pick. Um, and then I think I'm going to throw in, oh man, I think I'm going to do my hockey right now. And uh, cause I don't know, I think everyone's taking a hockey. So I'm in no danger of it being taken from me, but I'm going to go with my hockey and I'm gonna go with the Minnesota Wild as my as my hockey jersey. I like that. I like the Minnesota Wild jerseys, so I'm gonna go with the Minnesota Wild. All right. We got both. You guys are going with expansion franchises there. I like yeah. That. Well, my I other like... since we've all taken a hockey, my other thought was the New Jersey Devils. I like the red and the black with the, the Devils NBA. ones are sick. Um, yeah. I think Senator. the Rangers, if you're going classic, like good look Rangers. Yep. The Bruins are obviously Bruins. pretty pretty sweet too. Yeah. I like the uh, I really like the Oilers orange. Those are cool. Oh yeah, Oilers is a, we we missed on that one. I love the yeah, Oilers yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, well they're getting away from them. That's why I think I don't think they're yeah. doing that anymore. That's why they're they wouldn't. Well, but I mean all the Oilers uniforms I think are pretty. Awesome. Yeah, they're very good. Yeah, agreed. Flames too. Kings, yeah, flames. Yeah. Mac, it's back to you, and then we're up back for our last pick on on the way returning. Mac hits two more here. Yeah, I got. I need to take an NBA one, which I haven't done yet. Um, and I refuse to take the Lakers, even though they no. seem like the obvious pick. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go Chicago Bulls. Oh, I think the okay. Chicago Bulls is just that looks like basketball. And that's a, it's a, yep. you know, it's a, a uh, iconic uniform, to say the least. You have two uh, Chicago teams on your list. And they're both uh, red and black. Yeah. I like that. Nick. So I am going to take my NFL team and I'm going to kind of stick with the same. Uh, thing I've been doing. I'm going to take the Chicago Bears. Wow. I think it's a very classic. Wow. You know, I, I, I love, I just love the that shade of blue and that orange. Um, I agree. They look like football. No, they are cool. Yeah, it's They a, are, but it's just a shocking pick. I like it. So I'm going to take the Bears. And I don't care. Wow. No, I think it's a great pick. They look like football to me. Yeah, that is, wow. Interesting. All right. Connor, you get back to back to round out your your team. This is All to complete right. your team. First team to be completed. Boy, okay. I think I need an NFL and an NBA, if I'm not mistaken. You sure do. God, I cannot decide on an NBA team. I even had to pull them up. So I'm like, ooh, I can't think of. I, <laughs> I have like a couple the, NBAs I like. That there's I a couple left. Uh, yeah, yeah. I like the Bucks. I like the Timberwolves. I like the Kings. You're just giving picks away. Yeah, yeah, I sure am. But I'm going to go – I haven't done a classic yet. And something about these guys, I don't know why. I think it's just a cool uniform. I'm going to go with the San Antonio Spurs. Ooh, oh, that is a classic. Okay. Yeah. Is I haven't one. done a classic yet, and I like it. It's, it's better than the rest of them. Oh, uh, I have cool. nothing else to say about that. Okay. <laughs> I am torn between two NFL teams. Uh, 
Can I just guess which one is on your list? You know my favorite. The Cincinnati I, Bengals. You can't pick the Bengals again. That's I'm what I'm saying. Bengals, baby! Double Bengals! Double Bengals! Double Bengals? Baby. You know I love them. I was between them and the Ravens, and I'm going Bengals, baby. They I had the Ravens on my on, on my list as well. I like the Bengals them. have doubling the best Bengals. uniforms in the NFL and the best alternates in the NFL. Connor has they the ultimate sick. no nostalgia list ever. <laughs> Connor says not one drip of nostalgia is in Connor's list. He also has the entire Bengals closet. He has the entire kit. Pelicans or something. Connor's list doesn't have an ounce of nostalgia. He's got all of the Bengals uniforms. That's crazy. I didn't come here to live in the past, baby. I really wish you took like the Timberwolves or something for your NBA. Coming after Connor after all. Oh, uh, Connor actually just uh, texted me. He didn't want to say it in front of the group. He's switching his NBA to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Thunder. So we're going to go ahead and put that up there. (laughs) We're gonna meet, make make sure that all your team is represented. That's, wow, love it. Uh, right, Nick, Nick, to round out your team here, to recap, uh, Nick's team. He's got a lot of classics here. We'll throw them up: I'm Supersonics, gonna... Red Wings, Cardinals, USC football. The Bears. I love the USC football. Pick, I mean, though. what are you gonna take here to round this baby out? You need an well, NBA team. This I do have NBA. This is another kind. Of, I mentioned rebrand earlier. This is a rebrand that I really like. Um, and I think their uniforms, their new uniforms are really cool. And that's going to be the Utah Jazz. I, I really that. like the news Jazz uniforms. The ones that are like yellow and the black. Yeah, they kind of have Ooh. like that eyes on it almost. So like, everyone 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 has taken an NBA. One I really liked in the NBA no one took was the Orlando Magic. I like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was considering them. Yeah. I, I was going to say the Magic. Yeah. So pales in comparison to their old jerseys, though, that it's tough. So yeah. my my only other NBA team I had the Celtics listed, and my other option in case someone took that was the Charlotte Hornets. I love the Charlotte Hornets look. I just You're right, Nick. Cool. I'm realizing I'm I'm picturing the the old man, the mm-hmm. Tracy McGrady Magic. Yeah, oh, the new Magic jerseys cool. are yeah. pretty rough. That's what yeah. I mean when I say yeah, magic. The, li- like the lines and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the stars and the. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Mac, what are you missing? A wild card? I'm missing oh, nice. a wild card. So you oh, can oh, yeah, whatever you I'm want. Wavering between a few. Um, I'm going Team USA Hockey. Oh. Team USA <laughs> hockey, those now, things are sick. Now, wild card, you wow. can have like any. Like, is there a certain iteration? Like, are you like the 1980s or like the newer ones are a little like, bit more? No, I'm going 1980 Team USA okay. hockey. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, let's. I'm going to specify that. Those are so, the best ones. Yeah. 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 Uh, you, you you have to have that specified. Those things are just Team USA hockey. Nothing quite like Dude, that. It. That team didn't even show up in 1980. What are you talking about? <laughs> so I got Chargers. <laughs> Chargers. I, t- after this, I'll tell you what my other choice was going to be. Yeah, I would love to know what your other wild card was. Go ahead. Uh, Should have taken I have the, Chargers, Celtics, Mighty Ducks, the, Mets, the soccer team kids. from Ted Lasso. <laughs> <laughs> I was considering movie uniforms. I was. Me too. Me too. Yeah. For my wild card, this is going to be pretty shocking because it's a team that's a rival of one of my favorite teams. But I've always loved the cleanness, the classic look. And just when it's paired, I know this doesn't factor, but when it's paired with the crowd, it's amazing. I'm going with the Penn State Nittany Lions uniforms. Mm The whiteout in the crowd. Yes, heck, I heck love yeah. the Penn State. Nice. They are cool. Yeah, they are. Quite and when nice. it, I know it shouldn't matter because the crowd doesn't, but it, when it's factored into the whiteout, it's just, oh no, it's it's sick. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. yeah, the big yeah, yeah it's fun. Very, Talk very about clean. just looking like football. College. Let's get a look at the final rosters here. So we're gonna put these up on our social media for people to vote with a nice fancy graphic of who had the best draft today in our in our in our in our mock pro uniform draft. 
Uh, I finished with Chargers, Celtics, Mighty Ducks, Mets, Wild, and Penn State. Uh, nice mix of classic and some new. The BMAC goes Blackhawks, Orioles, Steelers, Whalers, Bulls, and 1980 Team USA. What was your other wild wild card, Brendan? Oh, th- this one was to really going to piss everyone off because it would be so good. It's similar to Team USA, but it was going to be the troops, uh, the American military <laughs> uniform, the troops. <laughs> <laughs> I was particularly cool. going to go with the Marines, like those Marine blues. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. It's funny you say that. I was thinking from my actual wild card, because you could pick anything, is last yeah. year's, I think it was last year's Army uniforms in the actual yeah. Army-Navy game were sick. Oh, I, I, I was oh, picturing yeah. those those two got Marines that were standing behind Biden in the speech. Those Marine <laughs> blues with the white gloves. Those things are sick unis. That, you could have. You could have had that one. Yeah, the troops oh, was going to be my pick. Man, Nick had the Supersonics, the Red Wings, the St. Louis Cardinals, USC football, the Bears, and the New Jazz. The new, nobody picked for a wild card or a throwback. The, the old Jazz with, like, the mountains. Those are kind of What a miss. Sick. Yeah, those, yeah, those kind the, of the uniforms of losers. Yeah, and then and then Connor goes with double Bengals, Bengals white out, uh, Predators, Grizzlies, <laughs> right. Padres, Spurs, and then the Bengals again. I'm going to ask you since you picked every Bengals uniform, which one would you like me to post on social media, the Ooh. black or the orange for the uh, other Bengals uniform? I got to go. I think I got to go orange. Okay, so we'll put the orange ones up. Yeah, there good as question. Either, as either Bengals uniform. I, get, I just get. I just get all of them because you get the whole entire. Just kit. Give me them all, baby. Oh. Mm. Yeah, unbelievable. Mm. Um, Anthony, if I think if we go down your notes one, we might get some account numbers. Yes, there's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can reveal. Oh no. <laughs> we might get some banking information. Some there. some passwords. <laughs> some you know. Uh, yeah, I was hoping we might slip Anthony's banking information into the into the show. Real real quick before we get to the ending of the show, which is going to be a little bit of a Bills Rams preview and a top five worst ways to lose in fantasy. We got one more question from the mailbag. Trey S is wondering how do y'all feel about my team? Ten man full PPR. Uh, he had the second pick in the draft. He's got Christian McCaffrey, Fournette, Diggs, A-Rob, ETNs, name that's popped up quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Zach Ertz, Nick mentioned his his thing. He thinks Ertz is going to have a big year. And Kyler Murray as the quarterback. You got Cam Akers. I like your bench, to be honest. You have a lot of guys that bench. could start. And I mean, that's a great bench. Michael Thomas. Is a good waiver kind of Some flyer big pick. boom guys there. Big boom guys. I love Chris. I love Chris. Chris Olave, and I think Tyler Boyd's due for a nice year with all that attentions in the schemes are going to be paid to Jamar Chase and Devontae Smith. I love it. I like that team a lot. What do you guys? What do you guys feel about that? I think the bench is as good as the starters. That's a killer yeah. bench. I love that team. He's got a lot of big upside guys. A lot of big upside guys. Um, the only guy I am very down on this year is Leonard Fournette of that list. But yeah. Um, yep. I, I like the team. Michael Thomas, obviously, if, if he becomes Michael Thomas again, could be gigantic pick. I love Alave as as a breakout player this year going big time. Um, and Devontae Smith is, is sleepy, could be awesome. So With that, all I that like, attention on AJ. Fun yeah. I like well, we were, too. I'd yeah, be we were talking Akers about that. how Allen how Allen Robinson could, you know, he's kind of injury prone. I mean, he's got some great guys that could step in if, if Allen Robinson goes down. He does, and I and I do like the Cam Akers too. I mean, people forget he played one game last year, so and he was going really high in a lot of fantasy drafts last year. So I think well, Cam- in the playoffs, uh, McVeigh wouldn't stop giving him the ball, even though he's getting one yard per carry and a fumble. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> the only Sorry, thing I'm I have looking a Sony at Sony Michelle bias. I have a heavy yeah. Sony Michelle yeah. bias. 
um, who was getting four yards of carry for them, and they just went with the one yard of carry and a fumble guy. Yeah, that's the only spot I look at here where Christian McCaffrey, you know, I've, I I had him for years, and then I ended up trading him in our, you know, leagues because I just couldn't deal with the is he playing or not. And Leonard Fournette, also a guy that maybe, I don't know, I think that the backup running backs, oh. I, I would look at the waiver wire, see if you could stash somebody, maybe somewhat of like a hand, uh, somebody's handcuff somewhere, just because I don't know if I like Akers and Hunt as the only potential plug and plays if Christian McCaffrey or Leonard Fournette um, go go down. And then backup quarterback, I like I like Kyler Murray a lot in fantasy. So then I wonder who else is around in your league. I'd also, um, if I have Fournette, up. I'd go scoop the uh, rookie White on the Bucks, um, who could end up wow. stealing stealing that spot. Acres in this, he got Acres in the sixth round. Wow. Yeah, it's a nice one. But, That's but nice... I would go stash someone from the Bucks. Uh, in case Fournette ends up not being the guy, that's a good. That's a that's a great call. Yeah, excellent team. Thanks for all the questions. Bring well, who, who, who do you drop though? I wouldn't want to drop anyone for that. Well, that's yeah, the problem. Know, that's the world of yeah. fun. Yeah, way, yeah. In the world of fun, waiver wire the bench. Problem. The bench. I wouldn't want to lose one of those dudes. They're no. freaking loaded. No, you know, I, I guess only if one of those guys gets hurt, you can IL them and yeah. pick somebody up. But yeah, I wouldn't mm-hmm. drop anybody there. That's a great. That's a great I like, team. I like Kareem Hunt as a plug and play guy. I, don't, I think I think he's. I will beat many a time. ETN top 10 fantasy player this year. I, I, it's why I'm keeping them in both of my leagues. I picked them up at the end of last year and I'm stashing them and I'm having to pay off. We're going to do a little top five now, gentlemen, a little top five. Um, we're going to, we're going to come in here with uh, the worst possible ways to lose in fantasy championship weekend. I kind of ranked them. and I'm curious if you guys agree with what I got on my list. So what we have here is number five on my list for the worst possible ways that you can lose is, the injury. We all have had it happen where the guy gets hurt either the week before your fantasy playoff start or in like the first quarter of the of the playoff. That's the bad it, one. And it kills you because at least That's if it's the week before, you can adjust. Yeah. Uh, I had it happen a couple of years ago. Mellon was in this league with me. I had Dalvin, Dalvin Cook. I was first place running away with the point. I had like Lamar and Antonio Brown, all this stuff. And Dalvin Cook bangs a shoulder against, I think it was Seattle on like a Sunday night. And he comes in for one play in the second half. I needed literally like 25 more yards to win my game. And he sat. <laughs> he sat the whole second half. And I was so mad. That same thing happened a few years ago with Keenan Allen got hurt in the first quarter against Baltimore. I needed like one catch. He got hurt in the yeah. first quarter, came out, never came back in. And it was just, that was it. it was unbelievable. That's the he one. Put up so, zero. I needed like one point. That's the one. So the injury number four. One guy goes nuclear, and we all know what I'm what I am talking about, right? <laughs> you, if you're up by if you're That's up by hard. forty something points, and oh, all look, the Jason, other guys, look, JC got, Jackson, look at that. Yeah, all the other guys got is like you know Diggs and let's say Buffalo's you know kicker, and all of a sudden one guy on the other team, the only guy he had left to play, goes nuclear. And that's how you lose. It is. I can't imagine. I was on the other end of that a couple of years ago, but I can't. I've been on the other side of that too. Uh, Derek Derek Henry in, in uh, one of my leagues. It was the year that he had two hundred something yards against uh, Jacksonville. I, I, I lost. It's being on we the other end of that when you're up big is infuriating. We mentioned this one off air, but it was like maybe five years ago, the Kareem Hunt year, where the fantasy semifinal and final weeks, Kareem Hunt put up like. 200 points it was insane and he won every league every league's championship our yeah. friend nick here had him uh put me into the ground with it Stops, nick 
That's true. That was true. Yeah, that was that was like before the 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 big hunt kind of boom when he uh, kind of was on on the on the back. But we also have a number three here. Number three is an interesting one. That's why I think I might. What do you get mean some before the Green Hunt boom? Remember when he was on? Uh, I thought you meant when he was kicking ladies. No. Yeah, I, I was like, ooh, I, I was. I didn't want to say it. Yeah. It was before no, that. No, on the field, on the field. Yeah, that's right. Before the Kareem Hunt boom. What do you mean to play us out? Oh man, uh, number three on my list is the overtime stats. So you think you got something oh. wrapped up, and all you're accounting for is the first four quarters, and then the somebody's game goes into overtime. So the quarterback gets more, or the running back gets another touchdown, or another three catches for forty yards, and they take it's, it. You're like, you sometimes that's all you need, right? Yeah, I mean, so I I won a league. It was our league, like six, seven years ago. I was playing Zach in the fantasy in the fantasy championship. I had C.J. Anderson left. It was twenty fifteen, and he I, I needed five yards from C.J. Anderson, and the game was ending. And I was like, shoot, I lost by literally like point something. Then they missed a field goal to win the game from like chip point and it went into overtime and he caught one ball for eight yards mm-hmm. and that was the win. That's and mm-hmm. the overtime stats. Mm-hmm. It's a the good unaccounted feeling. four time. The unaccounted four great time. Great for overbetters though. Great for the overbetters. Oh, oh, heck yeah. Heck yeah. Not like a good two? college overtime for the oh, <laughs> Imagine if the NFL did that and your fantasy game went into overtime and you get oh, seven Lord, more touchdowns. That would be sick. <laughs> <laughs> be amazing. Uh, number two on my list is another one that is infuriating. And it, and it this is when you have the best team all year because of a certain team that's running away with things. And then they decide to rest their starters. We can remember the Jets and the Colts from a, from a few, like I think it was about 10 years ago. They had a 16-0 season. They go up 15-10, and then they benched the starters at 14 and 0 and the Jets just ran over the Colts from that point on. Peyton Manning all they could do is watch. If you had you were in your fantasy football championship that year, if you had Peyton Manning and Reggie Wayne and Marvin Harrison. And then you get to that game, the big game and they play a half, they put up one offensive touchdown and then they and then they go ahead and bounce. How did that work out for the real life Colts in the playoffs just checking? They lost in the Super Bowl. I also want to say, you can get Peyton Manning, Reggie Wayne, and Marvin Harrison. I want to play in that league. Yeah. That's that's incredibly true. Yeah, that year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, If you had all of them that year. uh, But you probably had Peyton Manning if you were playing in the championship. But the resting starters is a a big one. You never know. That's why you want to get in a league that ends. That's why you don't do week 17 or week 18 now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's brutal. And my number one on my list is – the classic, the player chooses not to score. Oh, oh God. We all remember. Gross. Todd Gurley. The Todd Gurley. The Todd Gurley. Oh, yeah. God. Look yeah. at Brian, Brian this, Westbrook. Yeah. This is in week 15, Ugh. which is most – and you don't expect to, be, yeah. to have something like that happen in week 15. Uh, fantasy football championships, a lot of people had Brian Westbrook that year. He chose to – with like two and a half minutes left, <laughs> took a knee. And you're right, Gurley did it. Gurley did it ago. twice. Gurley twice. got obsessed with it. Gurley was too self-aware about it. He was like doing it on purpose to piss people off. Yeah, man. So that's that's kind of my list. Did I did I miss anything, guys? I'm like the stat correction, the... Anthony. The stat, stat correction. correction. Stat correct. I lost that way a couple years ago. You're right. The, the stat, stat correction. correction. You've won, and then the next day they take it away. <laughs> it's that's from you. I got one other one, which is the 
uh, lateral play ending in the defensive touchdown at the end of the game. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And the other guys got that defense. They were ne- they had no chance, and then all of a sudden a defensive touchdown because of the lateral. Play. How oh, about uh, how about the Monday night game time decision that doesn't work out? Oh, good call on that one too. You just don't know if you should play him or not. And if it's like a no stud, option. like I think Stefan Diggs had that the other year, and you're like, I can't bench him. I gotta <laughs> see. And then he's out on the field warming up, and they're like, Nah. You're it was like, the oh. year that he went off. And I was nervous because he was a game time decision because mm. they didn't know if they were going to play him or not. And I was freaking mm. out. I love that one, Brendan, about the whole, the whole stack correction. I lost in the semifinals a few years ago by 0.19 off of a stack correction. Yep. The next day. Get you. Oh. <laughs> it was the semis. I'm furious. The but, stack correction is legendary. Uh, real quick before we close the show here, guys, NFL kicks off Thursday night. Who's ready? Whoa. It's bills against the Sick Rams. Graphic. Thank you. Yeah. We always have the best posters here on every morning quarterback. Uh, Whoa. Says the guy who makes them. All right. uh, (laughs) Yeah. You can tell Stafford's picture was from last year because he was able to extend a football with his elbow. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Looking at tail of the tape for this game on Thursday spread right now is uh, two and a half in favor of Buffalo. Do we like that? Do we, do we we think uh, Buffalo is going to cover or do we like the Rams in this one? How Boy, do howdy. In L.A., they got the Buffalo Bills as two-and-a-half-point favorites. Yeah. Uh, Vegas is high on these dudes. Not only that, the over-under is at 52. It is screaming for you to take the over. But a lot of these guys did not play in the preseason. They could be rusty. It's a cross-country trip. Uh, after all that, I still think the Bills whoop their ass. I think they cover the two and yeah. a half, but I think the over hits. I really think the over hits. It's only fifty-two. I think uh, I think it might be a high-scoring affair. I now, also like Buffalo in this game as well. Now, before either of you are locked in, um, let me just mm-hmm. inquire. Uh, oh. We had quite a run last year of picking against the spread. Um, we always did our top five picks and our cajones and all that every week. Um, this is a standalone game because we're going to have you know the it's weekend coming bad. up yeah, for our yeah, next yeah, show yeah. for for leading in, but. I think this this one game against the spread should be within our our picks for the year. Are we agreeing on that? Oh, I like that. Like this should be our first pick of the year. Throwing uh, the NFL yes. kickoff. Yes, because we so make we'll picks for the game. So we'll either be 1-0 or 0-1 oh, in our top fives. Not do a cone. Do we, huh? Oh, do we pick every every game? Is this a top five No, game we game? usually do top five, but I'm saying this is so standalone just for today's show. There aren't five games to pick. Because we're gonna have another show before next I week. Like you want I, like this I think we should all pick this game, and it's yes. either one to know we're zero and one. Hundred yeah. percent, love it. No, I'm all not right. comfortable. I'm not comfortable with that. This, yeah, that's all this, I'm saying. This yeah. was kind of sprung on me. I, I'm not yeah, sure. How no. I, give me, I give me Buffalo. I think I think they win by well more than two and a half. I think they cover easy. Nick yeah. is back. Um, did the cat call? Did the cat? Did we have a cat? No, my phone died. Oh, oh, phone died. oh wow! He's wow. returned. Um, a lot back. lower quality Nick than before, uh, but <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm taking Buffalo too. I think Buffalo is yep. gonna bump them. I also like Buffalo in this in this game as well, which means it's kind of a meme alert, which scares me. Yeah, but, great. Uh, yeah, All but right. we have the Buffalo as you see that the tail of the tape last year, pretty comparable on offense. Defensively, Bills were a lot better on defense. Stat wise, they also added Von Miller from the Rams. So Von Miller is going to be kind of sack Stafford in this game. And then some fun little facts in the bottom there, Josh Allen's first home game or sorry, first game back home in the state of California, where he is, where he was born and raised. So 
Interesting there. His first game in his fifth year. It took him five years. Bills to have play never a game played in an away game in Cal. Okay. Yeah. That's, how, that's unbelievable. How wild is that? And the defending champs on kickoff games are 13 and three. 13 and three. We're picking against the tides there. We're picking against the tides. So, Wait, Nick, Nick, who do you what's like? Nick's pick. We didn't get a Nick yeah. pick here. I like Buffalo in this game. Oh, 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 that's bad news. Meme alert. Meme yep. alert. We all picked them. Yeah. Buffalo, it is. Good. Um, I, I think that this game is going to play out very similar to, do you remember? I mean, of course you guys remember, but it was a game, uh, it was Kansas city against new England opening night. I think that was one of those three losses. Remember that Alex Smith or, and I think it was Hunt's rookie year where the chiefs kind of put up a big show on, on the offensive side of the ball to the visiting team. I think we're going to see a lot. I think the, the Buffalo might run away with it. Uh, over, the uh, this thing. over or under 52, just for fun. Over. Yeah. Over. Yeah. Under. 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 Okay. I don't think the Rams score a lot. I think this would be very – I think slow start as well. I think the first half, slow start for both teams. It might get explosive Mm -hmm. later, but I I agree with Nick. Buffalo gives up like nothing in the passing game. Um, And uh, the Rams running game isn't that good, so. It'll be interesting, though. I mean, Jadavious White's out, obviously, and then Levi Wallace went Mm -hmm. to the Steelers. So they have Dane Johnson and then their first round pick, uh, Kair Elam. Yeah, and Poyer <laughs> keeps whining about his contract. So. Yeah, yeah. So I, safety wise, they're good, but corners, they're you know they're what? Tested. So you know, give me, give me the under. I'm so I'm flopping Whoa. on that. The more, yeah. I, the more I think about it, give me the under. Y'all make some good points. Uh, I, give me the under. Matt Stafford's elbow. No, nah, go under. Feel free. As as explosive as Buffalo is, they had a lot of under games last year. Yeah. They did. When, like when they lost, was it seven to three to the Jaguars? Nine to six to the nine six. Nine yeah, six. yeah, the Josh yeah. Allen, Josh Allen game. I, I just can't believe, man. Three days, fellas, we have this happening again. We got That's football. We got football happening. It's going to be live atmospheres. Buffalo, the Rams. It's going to be. Oh, we so didn't even mention that there is zero home field advantage in LA. So that. We, we were talking home on the road or whatever. I mean, that, that stadium yeah, is, is dead not, silent. Yeah, decent weather and just regular neutral for everyone. I also you know? read that Josh Allen's going to have 100 people there for him, which might actually drown out most of the Rams. Fans. So half the crowd. So, yeah, it's half the crowd for them. Uh, that's it for today's show. Huh? Next weekend, guys. We're, we're, we're doing our first oh. of the year, week one, NFL, top oh. three lines, big cojones. Lock of the week, yes. games yes. of the week. Oh my god, I can't wait! And Nick, prepare to be back on the show. I we there's word <laughs> Zach might have been the sacrifice at the retreat, so he might not be getting back. If he it. did dip into that Kool Aid, uh, we might have to have Nick uh, come back I'll on the show. Right. Here. I'll stay right. Yeah. Always. Oh, Nick's ready. pick counts as Zach's pick. I guess pick it the other way. So. <laughs> <laughs> No, well, Nick, we'll have Nick's guest picks all year. That'd be fun. I like it. I like it. Nick is Nick is in. Uh, so we got all on Buffalo Thursday night. You reckon off. like Zach's going to be back next week? NBC. <laughs> He's not coming back from that golf retreat. No, it's not happening. I worry for him. Yeah. Uh, so coming back Thursday, eight PM. Uh, Pat stands Inc. This week. Tune into Pat stands Inc. Yeah, we'll there. either be Wednesday or Thursday. We're undecided at this point. Sweet. Oh, going to be if previewing. It, if, ooh, uh... if it's Thursday, let's make it. Let's bump it a little bit. I want. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll do seven if we do it on yeah, Thursday. But we're talking. We're talking Patriots Dolphins. It's going to be. Oh yes. boy, are we getting my, excited? My, my daughter is now in, in in daycare for the year, uh, so she goes down at six thirty. So seven o'clock uh, could work for me. Very important. 
It is important. I love it. And then uh, Friday night flight is uh, Friday night, 8 p.m. I'll be breaking down Ravens and Jets opening game, Flacco's Revenge. They're going to so, get beat. Get ready. Get it's ready for absolutely what? stunning that in this, the year of our Lord, 2022, week one, Joe Flacco is starting quarterback. Yeah. Don't forget about Geno Smith. Yeah, that part is even crazier. But <laughs> it's wild. I love it. I want to say while I'm here, I have thoroughly enjoyed uh, both uh, Friday Night Flight and Pat Stance. Mm. I have. Thank you. Those in. Not no so mention much, of late not, night Niners. No so mention of late night Niners. <laughs> yeah, no. Not as a night night so much, but Pat Stans and Friday Night Flight. I'm a big fan. Sweet. All right. Thank you, Nick. Appreciate yeah, it. Propping us up. Let's yeah, go. Absolutely. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter at EMQ Podcast or at Pat Stands Inc. Follow Pat Stands Inc. We're we're tweeting like crazy out here. Boom. Yeah. We're fighting at with Tommy FNS. Curran all week. Fighting with Tommy Curran. Yeah, he gets freaking angry. I love Tom. Tommy Curran's awesome. He gets wildly angry at me. All right. Uh, <laughs> at FNF underscore Jets. And then visit us at EMQpodcast.com. So next week, week one, NFL season starts Thursday night. NBC, Bills Rams. Two. Yes. Let's go. go.